Hello and welcome to the 13th ever episode of Avoidance Issues. I'm your host Adam Grabowski and uh, this is not this isn't an elevator in in a tall building. We're not skipping number 13. We are we are here for it. Uh, that was that was horribly lame, but uh, there are many different hotels that skip number 13. Uh, not just hotels, but buildings that skip floor 13, and it makes their buildings seem taller. It used to be because of bad luck, but also people like that they can say their building is higher than it is. I've also heard of some businesses saying that they're uh, starting the numbers in the in, of their floors higher than uh, what they actually are. So let's say your business is actually on the 20th and 21st. They would the numbers are uh, like 42 and 43, whatever it is to just make it look taller. Um, that being said, I have numbered these podcasts in the Anchor uh, system that I upload them to as a uh, season one, and this will be episode 411. So I am no better than those buildings, but we're here for number 13. It is Taco Titty Tuesday. It is, uh, it is May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. I was watching an Instagram live uh, with a friend of mine and the uh, Latino student union at their college. They were having a discussion. And um, basically what I'm trying to let you know is I was given approval to celebrate. Um, I have to I have to make sure that I validate. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. Uh, I I'm not I, I find it uh, funny that people very much get excited for this holiday when they are not a part of the culture. I think that that's interesting, although I think that's very white people of us to uh, not want to go through any of the struggle, but enjoy the the fruits of the labor and be like, yeah, I love margaritas and guacamole. But honestly, if it was just a margarita and guacamole day, that sounds pretty good. Every day should be that. I'm not the best one you should ask about this. My point being is I do have a t-shirt that has a taco on the titties and a bacon on the booty. So happy Taco Titty Tuesday and may booty bacon be with you always. I guess <laughs> is that how I should end every episode of this? That's great. I Listen, I don't know. You already are listening. Why would I tell you to listen? That's so foolish of me. Listen. Look. You can't look. So listen. Listen up. I don't know where to go with this episode. I have nine different things and 12 different directions. I know that doesn't make sense mathematically, but I have nine different things to talk about and 12 different directions to go. Now it makes sense. I wanted to talk about how much instant gratification is still a part of my life and how I require that in order to continue doing what I do, that I need that sort of continual, you did a good job to to keep myself going. Although I am aware of the futility of that instant gratification. So I don't know where to find the middle of that. Keep going and doing things to satiate myself moment to moment or recognize that I really didn't get myself anywhere by doing that. So I'm stuck a little bit in the middle. I uh, I was having a phone call in my car because I am comfortable in my car. If anyone has watched the Say It Anyway videos that I put on Instagram, on IGTV, I record them in my car. I feel comfortable there. It's my little speech bubble. No one else can hear what I'm saying, and I can't hear what anyone else is saying. So I had to stop at the bank, and when I came back, I didn't pull into my driveway because my phone would start connecting to the Wi-Fi, and then I have a bad service out there, and I was on a, uh, I, I took a video call, and I wanted to record a video, 
So I didn't want to connect to the Wi-Fi. So I'm just in like on the side, I'm still on my street, on my side of the street, but like 200 feet down and by the side of a neighbor's property. So I'm not blocking a driveway. I'm not even in the front of someone's house, okay? I'm like across the street from someone else's house. Point is, my car is on the driveway. My black Prius is on the driveway every day, okay? It's there every day. And uh, I mean, since the quarantine and I've been here every day. And when I was done finishing recording the little Say It Anyway video, a police officer was behind me. And they said we got an anonymous call uh, about a uh, suspicious vehicle or about a, a vehicle out front. And I was like, what? Which I'm one, two houses down. Like which neighbor has not seen my car there? I don't know. Uh, that is just how suburban this area is. Um, I mean, I, I understand nobody has anything to do except be home, which is what they're supposed to do, stay home. Uh, but yeah, I, I, you know, I recognize the uh, advantage that I have because when the police officer came, I was like, what? I live right there. Like he didn't ask me for ID. He didn't ask anything follow up. I was like, yeah. This might be an actual first. I had to record over myself right now because I gave my own address out like an idiot. I mean, whatever. You guys aren't going to stalk me. Please don't. But like, follow me on all my stuff. Yeah, follow. Death, don't don't knock on my door and my window when I'm parked in front of the neighbor's house. But don't don't stalk me either. But follow me on all my platforms. Know what I sound like and know my face and give me attention and then support me financially but don't stalk me it's so it's so weird it's so weird to ask people to follow you i find that very interesting i mean i it's different because i'm an entertainer i paused when i said it it's different because i'm an entertainer and i try to put things out that are funny but it is just such a strange concept to follow follow and friend they're, they're totally different feelings. I am not somebody that is aware when somebody has followed me or unfollowed me uh, individually. Like, I don't know who has done what. And I unfollowed one friend for a second on Instagram. And uh, they texted me right away. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. This is the quickest way to get to you. I guess so. Um. <laughs> uh, I do. I I have noticed my follower number um, does go down for the most part whenever I post anything that I really think is uh, funny or heartfelt, and <laughs> I just see the number go down. So that is a great lesson that I am learning. Uh, we can get into the point of content anymore. I yeah. So I had a police officer knock on my on my window and ask me what I'm doing there that like we are on a side street and we are not people don't drive this way anyway but honestly my car is only one to 200 feet away every day on that driveway so that's just where I live if you want an idea of the type of neighborhood versus other neighborhoods that I lived in like Hollywood where there would just be a straight up uh like RV camper with spray paint all over it and blacked out windows that would be on the street for like days right next door. So a little different now than, than before. And what that was, I, the, there's no, um, 
big metal gate in order to get to my building, like in Hollywood versus versus here. I, oh man. Yeah, I wanna, I, I've already switched up the direction that I was going. Well, on this 13th episode, I am very grateful for the people who have listened so far. And what's going to keep happening is we're gonna just become more comfortable and normal in doing this, in, in finding little insights into life. What I've been worrying about recently is just how much my insights, my voice, and my career and everything matter. Um, I got to enjoy a time in life where you weren't really able to measure these metrics. Like when I first started touring full time as a job, I, you know, Facebook was relatively young and new and people didn't make a living at it at all. And you maybe put a a couple videos out there to show what you do but it wasn't as much that that was your job in and of itself. And there wasn't the same metrics. So I got to enjoy a time period where because I was doing 100 shows a year and each show is a full hour plus, I got to feel like I'm doing stuff that matters. And um, then the metrics came. Then the measurements came. Then, uh, Then putting things online instead of in person came. And now in this quarantine, it is very much apparent that online is the only way of entertainment. I've, I've enjoyed doing my Zoom comedy shows when I have been booked for them because I still get to see people interact with them. I have a lot of jokes that uh, involve audience response. And then from there, I point out um, a concept that I have noticed. So like how uh, when people vent or like when women vent, uh, guys have a hard time not trying to solve the problem. And uh, I have a fun back and forth joke where it just basically sounds like, um, oh my God, what is two plus two? And then someone says four and you're like, can you please not try to give me answers? Like, I just need you to listen to me say, what is two plus two? And the person keeps saying four. And I'm like, okay, I don't understand why you can't like, you think I'm stupid and I can't come up with this on my own. But like, if you love me, just listen to me say, what is two plus two? And then they're like, five and i'm like where the hell do you even get five from were you listening to a single word that i said stop suggesting stupid stuff so anyway that's a fun back and forth joke and there's more to it uh there are a few correct answers when someone is venting to you the the a few correct answers just for the listeners at home to remember um if someone is venting to you a couple correct answers are uh i'm sorry what do you think two plus two is so you just send it back to them Uh, another correct answer is uh, you just cry a little bit and hug them and then the uh, then the most effective correct answer to someone venting to you is you start with this sound like you're upset for them, like, ah. you're like ah. and then you go, those bitches. And no matter what, it works. So if anyone's upset about something, if they're like, I cannot believe how much I have to pay in taxes, and you'll be like, ah. IRS, those bitches. Just like whatever it is. And you're like, my roommates are very disrespectful in my space and you rather than explaining like hey why don't you have a sit down with them or talk to them or did you ask them about this you could be like those bitches it just works it works and i still always want to solve things anyway my point being is that the back and forth is what i liked about doing my stand-up i got used to engaging the audience in a way that's different than most stand-up and that's really hard to do when it is just a telly joke now, some people would say, then why the hell are you doing stand-up? 
it's usually people just telling a joke to the audience. But I like that personal connection where where um, the uh, an audience member represents everyone there. And also, I don't know exactly what they're going to say. So some people call it crowd work, but what this is is it is planned and planted questions and scenarios and and opportunities to lead off into a story that involves an audience response. Uh, I forget why I even brought this up. Maybe because I'm missing that connection. I miss it so much. Come back. I want to feel purposeful. But what I want to bring up to now is just I lived a life of being able to enjoy that level of feeling successful without really comparing it to anything else. Like I could try to see some other tour schedules of people, but I didn't I didn't always actively seek it out. Like I didn't it wasn't in my face. It wasn't shown to me. It wasn't like like I was able to just be like, I'm doing really good at what I'm doing. And that was it. And now I feel that people have to constantly show that they're good enough for what they are, who they are and what they do outside of just the performance of the action. That's the thing that I'm I'm thinking now. Like I uh, saw Will Smith makes a lot of content on either Instagram or Snapchat. Now that's, I'm sure he's got the best team in the world. I'm sure he's got awesome video editors and, uh, people to film him and to collect the audio and to work on his social media. And I am super jealous of all of that. Okay. I would love to have a team that does things with me or for me, or does the the grinding parts or has the wherewithal. You know, there's some people that are just really good audio or video editors. And that's not really my forte. I, I feel like I am the words person, uh, not the worst person, the words person. Uh, I am the speaker or the, the, person that has what is funny or the actual performance part whatever that's the role I would like to play and I see Will Smith doing so many different things on there and I wonder if anyone has told him like hey you're like already a legend to us you know like you don't have to do this if you like doing it go ahead enjoy it and I wonder how much is like him being compelled to constantly make content you know like is somebody as big as will smith who we all agree like yeah we like your movies yeah we'll go see your movies of course you've been a part of our childhood with fresh prince or men in black so you're you're established dude you're good you're like real established and making daily content for people like is that what like is he doing it because it's fun because it's a smart career move in our current society in 2020 in needing to get everybody's attention and hold it all the time or is it a compulsion or or feeling like i have to keep up because i i'm like man if will smith feels like he's got to keep up like where are we where am i like we i we you're established my man you're good you're there we'll go see the movies that you're in i'm sure people will bring you some good roles where you are the lead just you you got it. And I mean, if it's a, if it's from a desire to want to entertain uh, everyone on a daily measure, that's also good. So I don't know. I can't speak for him, but I just, I had that inclination when I saw a couple, a couple things where I was like, oh, are you, are you doing this because you want to? Because you, out of everyone, don't have to do this. 
I, I think there was a little clip of Jada recording Will and him getting upset just about, it was like a private conversation and she started recording him or putting something on live. And he was like, don't do that. Like, don't, you know, my, my social media presence is my bread and butter or a phrase like that. And I was like, what? That's not your, that's your bread and butter, your social media presence. Well, we loved you before social media and we'll continue to after. So I found that to be very interesting. I'll have to go look up that clip so I can re-remember it in the correct way. Or I could just leave it as is. My point being is that it doesn't feel like enough is ever enough uh, for myself and I want to maybe speak for others that might feel the same. Maybe not everybody does. I hope there's a lot of people out there that look at each new video or post that they do as something that's fun, that they're happy to be doing. And if that's the case, more power to you. That's great. Um, we all we all look like we have to be enjoying it. I I try to really do my part to not do anything unless I am okay doing it. You know I mean, like I'm I'm not putting on a fake face much at all anymore at all. Really, I I've kind of forgotten that a bit. So if something comes to me or it doesn't, I try to hold back from forcing something, but. I've been doing that a little more now. This thing that I do with the Avoidance Issues podcast is me processing out loud. It's me being an external processor, and it helps me, and I hope it helps some other people feel normal, connected, and that their vulnerability, their vulnerability is normal and understood. That's That's my hope from these things. But yeah, Damn well, like you're you're good. We are gonna we love you already. I celebrate Smithmas. February eleventh of every year I celebrate Will Smith Day. Okay? On February eleventh of two thousand and five, my friends and I, a couple of our friends, skipped school, and by that I mean my parents called me in and I asked them politely if I could stay that uh, home from school that day. And we went to the very first opening show of Hitch. We listened to Big Willie style on the way. We watched Fresh Prince. And when friends came over later and were like, why were you guys not in school? We said, well, of course, it's Will Smith Day. And we have been celebrating Will Smith Day ever since for, oh my goodness, 16 years now. Uh, we had our 16th annual Intergalactic Will Smith Day this past February 11th. Uh, I tried to watch as many movies as possible. I think I got through about 10 movies over the span of the 11th and the 12th. I extended an extra day for myself because I had a show on the 11th and I just allowed myself to watch a bunch of Will stuff the next day as well. Point being, uh, if he's worried about his social media presence, like, is this what we are? Do we have to be so on our head on a swivel, just worried all the time? Like, I I don't know. I, I think it's good that we have ways to connect. I think it's good that we have ways to put out more information and content, but I don't know if it's good for us to be worried constantly. Not everybody is, you know, me. I don't think it's good for me to be worried constantly about putting things out or perception, you know? I, I just, everyone has got an opinion and how do we know which ones are more important or worthwhile 
And, you know, the, the thing I have to say is that any piece of content that has creativity, humor, improvisation, or writing behind it, awesome. Good job. Uh, the thing I think needs to go the most are comments. I think comments need to go. I don't think everyone should be able to comment on everything. I mean, you could share it with your friends, but the fact that anything you put out there can have comments underneath it is wild because you don't, you're, we would be so much nicer in person than we are in the comments sections of videos or as anonymous or not knowing the person. And everyone's bringing their own perspective and they, it's just, if you're not somebody who understands that there's a real human being on the other side or people really put something together, people just comment freely with such ignorance and I don't, I don't like it. It's not good. Uh, my f favorite YouTube channel is Internet Comment Etiquette. Uh, he, Eric is the host and he makes fun of how terrible people online are and in doing so, he ends up being the worst troll of them all, but in order to teach a lesson as well. So I don't know if everyone should be commenting on everything all the time or leaving reviews. You know, it doesn't. I, this is what the problem is. Is like I'm somebody who needs or has a strong desire to get constant feedback and to get my A plus and my gold star for the actions I take and for the things that I say and do. And I, it motivates me. That could be instant gratification. It could be the way in which I've always functioned. It could be a byproduct of school where we're constantly graded. You know, it just feels like we're graded again, but on how good of a life liver we are or how attractive we are all the time or how funny we are all the time. I don't know. I, I had a point to saying that and I lost it, but, oh no, this has not really happened to me. I've been pretty straightforward. I, if you've listened this long in the episode, you like me by now, I think. So you're going to be very forgiving, hopefully of this, but see, even right now, I'm worried if I were to get a review or a comment on this episode that says like, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. You lack direction or you suck. Actually, you know what? It wouldn't even be critical. Like you lack direction and you should have a more mapped out podcast before recording each episode. That would be even constructive, but that is not the type of comments you get. So my favorite thing about these podcasts so far is that uh, basically if somebody wants to reach out to me via another platform like if they want to reach out on my Instagram or if it's a person I know and they text me about the podcast then that's great I enjoy that you know they're going to be nice to me but that's more personal you know I just I worry about the rat race that we're doing and I think we're all continuing to fight to prove our worth and I would like us to all feel that more regularly Maybe this is a sign that this is a tough industry or that I shouldn't be a part of it. Um, I'm not sure yet. I'm very afraid to give up the identity I have of comedian, speaker, mental health advocate, performer. I don't want to give that title up. Not that title, that identity. I'm afraid to give that up because there are some other identities that I haven't fully flushed out yet in my life, like 
if I'm going to be a parent or if I'm going to have a, a partner long term or exactly where I will live for a long period of time. So I, you know, it's that's something to discuss at another time. How much do we hold on to the identities we've established because we're afraid of not having another one fully formed or understood yet? You know, I think I think about my little niece. She's like, well, I'm Madeline. And that is enough. You know, she her her identity is with her fam and her existence. And I think that that's great. And I don't do things that simplistically anymore. I look very much to the outside world for my am I good enough validation. Basically, I wish every day was like that extra holiday that we get where people don't work and nobody feels bad for recreating or hanging out. I want every day to be that because that those are the days I don't really feel the pressure. Those are the days when I even get stuff done because I don't feel that pressure. So this one's been a doozy of an episode. Here's my point. If you've listened this far, I appreciate you greatly. And, you know, just don't call the cops on your neighbor when he's just parked right down the street from his house. Just don't don't call the cops on somebody if they're not really doing anything suspicious, if they're just existing. Maybe they need to have a seat in their car during this quarantine. <laughs> Thank you for listening. This has been the Weird and Cursed Episode 13 on Taco Titty Tuesday. Bye.